right, we are back. This is Get the Funk Out. I'm Janine. It's KUCI 88.9 FM. And uh, next up, Rebecca Field. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for taking some time on Monday morning. I know sometimes it's so tricky with everybody's schedule. No, it's great. I'm very happy to be here speaking to you and Thank you. getting the funk out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Monday funk. The Monday funk. Ugh, I hate those. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about your background. I put your blog, your bio up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And um, you're from Massachusetts. And is that when you started acting or was it, you know, earlier on? Yeah, no, when I was a little kid, I am a, a masshole and I sh- I'm like a very proud Massachusetts girl. Okay. And when I was a little kid, I always told my mom I wanted to be an actor. And then the school counselor told my mom at one point, like, I think Rebecca needs an outlet. Oh. Follow her extra energy. <laughs> so it was the perfect opportunity for my mom to um to sort of lead me in that direction and put me in acting class. So I've been doing I've been doing it since I was probably in like first or second grade. Wow. Uh, yeah, and it's really fun, and I've always had a deep passion for it. So you've always been very outgoing. Yes, that's great. That's yes. great. I know sometimes, you know, like for me, I started doing acting later on and, you know, I kind of came out of my shell. I mean, it just happens at different phases of people's lives. Yeah, everything comes to you when you need it the most, you right, know? Right. Now, yeah. how did you find your way into working on Kittens in a Cage? Well, I was lucky enough to work on a show called Hawthorne uh, mm-hmm. with Jada Pinkett Smith, but more importantly, the lovely Jillian Armanante, who wrote our uh, wonderful web series. She was working on the same episode, and we befriended one another at the table read because she's just so wonderful and, you know what I mean, easy to be around. And uh, we connected there and sort of kept in touch here and there throughout the years, and then she was doing it and gave me a call and asked if I wanted to be a part of it. And, I mean, I would never say no to her, first of all, but it sounded like a really fun, exciting project. You know, it's really so true about relationships. I mean, you never know you're going to meet somebody, and it could be, you know, a few years down the road that you hook up on a project. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's one of the one of the greatest lessons I've learned in life, I would say, is, you know, you should anyway, but be nice to everybody because you never, you never know, you know. Yes. You never know who's going to offer you an opportunity or just be of service or who you could be of service to somewhere down the line. That's right. Make a connection with, yeah. And I've... You know, I've heard advice, even if you're dropping off your headshot somewhere, the person that's a receptionist could someday be a producer. So be polite. Oh, yeah, or the head of a studio. You never know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Could and you- we're all, you know, like it's teamwork. It's like everybody's there to do their job to make the big picture possible. So Yes. Right, right. Everybody's important. Yeah. I agree. <clears throat> I agree. Tell me about your character on Kittens in a Cage, if you want to describe her. Yeah, I mean, I can sum her up in a pretty concise, <laughs> she's, you know, I played Janine. And she is a ex-beauty queen, ex-murdering ex-beauty queen. <laughs> she's, she's ballsy and body and thinks that she is running the show down at the prison. Um, she has her beautiful kooky sidekick, Barbara, played by Jilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, you know, come to find out she's not quite as tough always as she thinks she is, but yes. she puts on a good front. I love it. Yeah. Now, you've done a lot of other roles and things. I know you were, um, your role of Lacey on Lifetime's The Client List, and you were on October yeah. Road. Do you feel like a lot of this stuff helped build up to what you're doing now? Yeah, of course. I think everything builds on top of it, you know, of each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything's so hopefully so different that you keep stretching yourself until you get to the point where I get to play something like this, like a fun axe-murdering, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. beauty queen, you know what I mean? So, you know, from the 
best friend sidekick to the ex-murderer. So yes, it's, yeah. uh, it's fun, yeah. It sounds like even on some of your previous projects, you've really bi- built some very strong relationships, haven't you? Yeah, I've been very lucky, honestly. I mean, I just I feel like I've been really fortunate to work with wonderful people. And, you know, I haven't had any negative experiences, frankly. I've heard some horror stories in the business, and I haven't right. experienced that, which I'm super grateful for. Yeah. And I'm glad that people I've been able to keep in touch with and then work with again. Now, I noticed you have, uh, you've had some recurring roles on Grey's Anatomy and uh, Yeah. What was that like? Oh, it's so wonderful when you go in and book a guest star, and maybe they say it's a couple episodes, which is even oh. better than just one. Yes. And then it turns out to be, I mean, Grey's Anatomy was supposed to just be like two or three, and then they just kept going with the <gasps> storyline, and I did seven episodes last year. And they were just so wonderful to me and wrote oh. me such rich, awesome character and storyline. It was really it was a really special experience. Wow. That Congratulations. That's huge. Thanks. That yeah, is great. Yeah, it was great. great. And you've been on a gazillion other things, CSI and Criminal Minds and wow. Yeah, I just did uh, Horrible Bosses 2, which is out now on DVD. Mm-hmm. Had a little part. And tonight I'll be on NCISLA if anyone wants to check it out on CBS. I'll tonight. check it out. Definitely. All right. Cool. All right. So tell me, is there? I've been asking everybody this morning. Has there been somebody who's given you some great advice along the way that's kind of stuck with you? Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, let's, I mean, yes, millions mm-hmm. of people have given wonderful advice. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, this is going to sound odd, but someone not related, my dad has given me great advice. He's a, he's a house painter. Okay. And even when he didn't have, you know, he was starting his business up, he would get in his, you know, gear every day, even if he didn't have a house to paint, and he would show up. He would go uptown Yes. And walk around and go to the post office and do errands and be out and be seen and be ready for the opportunities. Yes. So he really taught me that you just have to be ready. Like, do all the things you need to do to be ready, and then mm-hmm. the opportunities will come, and you have to hang in. You have to be the one that's still left standing when everybody else gives up. So You know, Rebecca, that's really great advice. It is. He's really, he's a smart dude. Wow. And I think just, you know, hanging in there. If it's something that you really love, you just have to keep working, keep learning, and just hang in there. Yes. So as actors, sometimes you get up and we're in our sweatpants and waiting for the phone to ring. It's like, no, get out there. <laughs> Make it yeah, happen. Yeah, like do something. Go exercise. Do a vision board. Yes. You know, do anything you have to do to keep yourself focused. Go take a class. Right. Go write something. Go read. Write in your journal. Is that something you do? We talked about this as far as, you know, getting out of your funk or if you've had to face certain obstacles. Yeah, I think, um, I, I mean, I can definitely get in a funk, and I mm-hmm. can stay there for a bit, like I'm sure most people can right. relate to. Right. But, uh, you know, one of the, I have a good story about being in a funk and getting out of it. I okay. was in a funk when I moved here, like about five years after I moved to L.A. from Massachusetts, and yeah. I was ready to go home. I was like, you know what, I've tried it. I've done Aww. a couple guest stars, but nothing's really happening. I miss my family and all my friends. I'm yeah. so far away. I think I'm just going to pack it up. So I had sort of made the decision. Okay. But I had been seeing this great hypnotherapist guy and he had told me months prior, do a vision board, do a vision board, just mm-hmm. put anything, don't, no limitations, just do a vision board. Okay. It's a fun project, it, whatever. And uh, so finally that day that I decided I was going to move home, I was like, well, you know what? I can't move right this second. So what can I do to help myself out of this little feeling I have? Yes. And I sat down and did a vision board and three weeks later I was a uh, on October Road. <gasps> Whoa. And moved to Atlanta <laughs> because I had put an emblem of ABC. It was the hottest network at the time, and I really wanted to be on ABC, so I put that on my vision board. And three weeks later, I was doing a Amazing. ABC show in Atlanta. All right, so back up a second. Describe to somebody who has no idea where to start with a vision board. 
It's literally just like an arts and crafts project. You get to be okay. a kid again. You grab magazines, okay. you grab stuff off the internet, and just put, or crayons, markers, whatever, and you just put your what, nothing. No holds barred, but anything that you could ever dream of that you want to bring into your life. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, if it's health, if it's finance, if you want a certain butt, then pull it out of a magazine and put <laughs> that there as motivation. It's just something that you can look at every day and keep your focus on the positive and your goals rather than what's not happening or the lack in your life. I love and it's it. It's just a fun kid project for yourself to be a kid again and dream limit- limitlessly. Yes. And, you know, I really do believe if you put it out there, things happen. They do. You know, I think I'm a testament to that. I was going to move back to Massachusetts, and then I was on a series. Oh, my gosh. How long was October Road? It was only, unfortunately, a couple seasons due to uh, there was a big writer's strike back in the day. I remember. uh, When, yeah, in 2008 or whatever that happened. So Mm -hmm. we were one of the casualties of that amongst many other good shows. Right. But yeah. are you still tight with cast members? I'm sure every project you work oh, on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Laura Prepon's my best friend, and oh, she and awesome. I played best friends on that. And um, and I still talk to all of them. We just had a little October Road reunion dinner about oh. three weeks ago. It was great. How cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Any advice for people that are going through a funk? Just one last bit of for this Monday morning. Let's say you woke up and you're like, man, it's Monday. <laughs> well, I just feel like the only way out is through, uh-huh. you know? So you just got to go through it, and you'll come out the other side of it. That's the guarantee. Yes. You're not going to be there for forever, feeling funky. That's so, so true. So just hang in there. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for calling in. Do you have a website, or uh, people can find you on Facebook? Yeah, you can check me out, Rebecca Field. I have an actor page on Facebook. I'm still working on my building my website, so I don't have that up yet. But okay. it will be RebeccaField.com eventually. So keep, keep tabs or an eye out for that. And, uh, and that's it. And I'm on Twitter at RFieldMA. Okay, great. Thank you so much, me. Oh, you're so welcome. I hope to meet you and the other kittens sometime. We were all talking about it. That was great. It. All right, cool. Have a great okay, Monday. Okay, don't forget to check out kittens at kittensinacage.com and hulu.com. Yes, and I have okay. it on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. All right, thank Th- you so much. Thanks for calling in, Rebecca. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that's a wrap for Get the Funk Out today. I'm your host, Janine. That was Rebecca Field. And before that, we heard from Rebecca Mozo and then Colleen Conway-Blanchard and kicked it off with Aaron Anderson. And if you missed any part of the show, it will be up on my show blog. Again, that's getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. Up next is Cure for the Blues. And uh, I think we'll listen to a little... Big red button. Uh, coming up, I just want to let you know, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be featuring a lot of directors, producers, and actors and actresses from the Newport Beach Film Festival, and that'll be up on my blog as well. And if you want to find out about being a guest on the show, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at org. Have a great Monday, everybody. Mm-hmm.